Final hour of the radio program before we hand it over to the mayor. In this hour, we're going to give you a chance to win 25 bucks at Georgetown Brewery as we will play the five best voicemails uh, wishing Howie Schultz the best. Now, we played uh, 10 of them or 11 of them earlier. We picked the five best ones. We'll replay those here. And then uh, next segment, uh, we'll allow the listeners to vote. Or maybe we could do it at the end of this one. I don't know sure. how much time we have. And then uh, you guys get to vote which one is the best one. That one, that person will get 25 bucks at Georgetown Brewery. Also, in this hour, give away 50 bucks at John Howie Steak. Uh, we'll ask you a question, something Brad Adams said in his visit at 1120. And if you are the uh, correct caller, you win 50 bucks at John Howie State. Yes, Gas. Can I ask you a, another political sure. question? Uh, you, you are really trying to pin me down. All right. No, I'm, no. You know what I'm going to vote for? No, no, no. I don't want to know who you're going to vote for. I don't want to know. I don't know. I'm, I'm, voting, got, I'm got, voting for Neil because Neil's running. Neil's running? Well, hell, I'll, I'll vote, vote for, Neil. for Neil. Neil's an honest man and an yeah. honest. The world needs an honest man. Uh, do you think. <laughs> Schultze will be on the ballot. Do you think that's a it's a long way from saying I'm going to explore uh, running? Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of yeah. treacherous waters you got to yeah. navigate. Yeah, I think he's going to go. You think you think that he'll be the the choice of either the Democrat? I'm oh, assuming. Do he, I think he's going to be? Yeah, is he going to be on the oh. ballot? In other words, is this going to be? Is it when we when we go to the polls well, in a couple of years? Will it be him? I think 75 percent of this country is stupid. So sure. Wow. Wow! All right, so you think? Yeah, I don't know. Sure, I yeah. mean, <laughs> well, you—it's yeah. a popularity contest, so I mean, I guess, it, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I think we're probably the only city that doesn't like them. That's the thing, right? We, we've got I mean, really the rest cut, yeah. of the world in the country. I would well be after they don't let people uh, who aren't white go into their bathrooms. I mean, I think other than that, but they um, reacted to that. I mean, because he was going to announce this. It sounds yeah. like he was going to announce it right when that happened. Yeah, probably. And 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 he kind of knows about how to not make a bad exit. I don't exit, know how the so. rest of the country views Starbucks. I think they pretty Positively. much Positively? Yeah, I would think, I think so. so. And yeah. probably a lot of people in this city do. I think it's only it's the sports fan. Right. So, like, right. early, like, if he if, if he runs or something, I I bet you a lot of people will vote for him in this city. He's telegenic. He's, yeah. uh, he's a, he's a smart dude. guy. I mean, geez, what he did, you know, in the business world. You know, it'll be interesting to see because again, it's it's one thing to say, yeah, I'm gonna, and he, you know, it's not like he has said I'm going to be the candidate in 2020, but well, he's looking into it. It's a lot of he's got to cross a lot of bridges. He has led a, he has hinted at it for so long. Right. It's not only just this week. I mean, this is going back to a couple of years. He's well, he, he's always yeah. kind of hinted at this. So yeah, I think he wants to give it a run. I think once one of the things that 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 Trump's election did was it made any businessman or businesswoman sure. in this country sit up and go, you know, I'd never really thought about it you know we'd always had career politicians uh, well, getting into this gig now all of a sudden here's a guy who kind of dropped out of nowhere and 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 was able to win so anybody who's got i'm ego telling about you him, who i'd vote for right now neil huh no manny and roger there's your ticket right there from wow. georgetown brewery Man, bad for Manny Neil. and Roger for uh, president, vice president. They can they can decide. I think Manny's the more is the more talkative one, so he can become the president. And then Roger can be the vi VP, and really vice presidents don't do much. And you know, and so Roger can go out and still fish and ski and do all the kind of things he wants to do. That's who I want that to be on the ballot. That's my ticket, Manny and Roger, Georgetown Brewery. You know, and they were they're We're already beer to the world. They're out in the populace too. Everywhere yeah. you look, you see a Manny and a Roger. Sure, of course. Yeah. You can drink the president and the vice president. I think they'd be a great winning ticket. Now, what did Neil do to lose your vote? Because not four minutes know. ago you said Neil was going to be your choice, uh, and now it's Manny and Roger. Neil, Neil, I don't think he even announced his formal campaign. Secretary of Interior. Is it Interior or something? Yeah, Interior. 
Neil? Yeah, he's going to be the. Yeah, he's going to uh, be that. He'd be good at that. Yeah, I could get Secretary of State. Okay. Whatever. Well, no, 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 no. Secretary of Interior and Secretary of State are two different. Well, things. I know. I'm just. saying. I don't know that I want Neil out negotiating everything. Maybe he'd be fair okay. point. I think Fair Secretary point. of Interior. I think they take care of the lands and all Secretary that. What Secretary of Interior? I think do? that's the, the lands land. and the and the. I believe. I You're believe right. that's what the Secretary they, of Interior. The, the woman from REI was was that. Yeah, Neil there can was. handle that. Sure. All right. So we have five finalists uh, for our voicemails, and we're going to give away twenty five bucks at Georgetown Brewery. Now, when we play these, we're going to ask you. We can either do the phone lines in our next segment, or we can go to the text. Whatever, whatever is easier, and you just have to choose. One, two, three, four, and five. That's it. That's all we're going to ask you. I'd like to do it on the phones. That would be the easiest for us. But let's do the five finalists again uh, for the Howard Schultz uh, goodbye uh, uh, voicemail. Here are the five finalists. Here is finalist number one. Hey, Howard. Mike from University Place. <laughs> you suck. Like a lot. <laughs> so there is Mike in University Place who just says that you suck, you suck a lot. Short, to the point, sweet, I thoroughly enjoyed it. He said it all. He did. He did say it all. All right, uh, voice uh, mail number two, finalist number two. Howie, baby, congratulations on your retirement. There's so many different things that I could thank you for. Thank you for taking our Sonic away. Thank you for the Red Cup. But I just want you to know, the first day of your retirement, I hope you wake up, the sun is shining, you stub your little toe and break it. Congratulations, buddy. It's chump. Can I tell you what the, the undervalued uh, 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 a comedy in that one is, is the where he slips in the red cup. Yeah, yeah, that, that's good. <laughs> Did he say? Did he say his name was Eddie? Is it Howard? Uh, this is Eddie. Is that what he says at the first? I, I couldn't. Know. I couldn't. Does that matter? Howie, baby. Oh, Howie Baby. Howie Baby. Yeah. Uh, I, I I'm like, just going to call him Red Cup Boy. I like the pettiness of what yeah. he wants to have happen. That is a small, petty thing. We are all petty. I, know I, I love I, that. I won't speak for you or anybody else. I know I'm extremely petty in this whole thing. Yeah, and, and yeah. The, those I who am. tell me to get over it, you know what? You're probably right. I will never get over it. Ever. I'll never get over that. Yeah, him. look, look ever, man. Ever, 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 ever get over him. Look, for you and I, and for anybody in this That's business, sweet. we knew people who lost their jobs and had to move I out of here. I lost my favorite team right. of all time. But, I mean, it, it goes deeper yeah, than course. the idea that there were people whose lives were dramatically impacted Correct. by the callousness yeah, of right. this. All right, uh, here is finalist number three in our Howard Schultz voicemail. Big congrats, Howard, on stepping down. I heard you're considering running for president of the United States of America. I guess that makes sense, since you can't spell POTUS without P-O-S. Uh, there you go. So we'll call him POTUS without P-O-S. Uh, you know what that means. Uh, I, yeah, I, I do. I think I, we can put that together. I want to say, and I understand, you know, we were, we had high hopes for this, and then we did it in first time. Right, God, were they good? Good. These are better okay. than you think. These first yeah. three are all winners. So we got uh, Mike and UP, then we have uh, Sarcasm Guy, finalist number two, Red Cup Boy. Uh, finalist number three is P-O-S voicemail. Here is finalist number four. Hey, Howard, man, they said to leave some messages of congratulatory, uh, I guess, thoughts, man, of you leaving, man, you're stepping down, uh, it's crazy, Starbucks will never be the same, you've been a staple in the cell for so long, man, congratulations, Bert, oh my gosh, Starbucks, yes, Starbucks, so oh, we had Starbucks, Howard, you know what else we had, Howard? A goddamn team called the Seattle Supersonics, and you gave it away. You just let them fly the coop. You suck, man. You suck, man. Big 
I swear, I swear on my mother's life, if I see you in the street, it's on. It's on like Donkey Kong. So there is finalist number four on like Donkey Kong. Now, can I ask another political question? <laughs> yeah. if, if, if Howard is elected president, is the Secret Service going to want to get this tape and go find this guy? That's oh, th- yeah, I would think they would find him. They wouldn't let any. They wouldn't let any of us near Howard Schultz. I'm just wondering. Okay, I'd like to know where his. That would be the best. He wins, and his <laughs> rally is like what? Where's his rally at? Downtown, the Starbucks headquarters? No, it'd be out on the East Coast. He, well, he, he look when, when he the, wouldn't come back here. When the jet and pulls out of here, Sonic's jerseys just yelling at him. Yeah, we jet pulls out of here. It's going to be goodbye. Uh, finalist number five, Howard Schultz voicemail. Hello, Howard. So, so happy to hear that you're retiring. Now you're going to have lots of time to go outside and play hide and go yourself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, finalist number five is hide and go blank yourself. All right, so there we go. Those are our five finalists. Uh, Again, we'll run through them one more time. Mike and UP. Uh, Then uh, finalist number two was uh, Red Cup Guy. Finalist number three was uh, you, you can't spell POTUS without P-O-S. Finalist number four, we're calling him on like Donkey Kong. Finalist number five, hide and go blank yourself, guy. Yeah. There are your five finalists. You can text in which one you like the most. 49451. Number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. We'll look at those. Also, you can call us in the next segment, 286-9595, 1-800-829-0950. Vote for which one you like the best. Again, number one, two, three, four, and five. Lunch with listeners brought to you by the Other Coast Cafe. We will crown our champion who gets 25 bucks to Georgetown Brewery next. Also, uh, we will pay off our Brad Adam weekly segment with 50 bucks to John Howie State. Now back to Puckett and the Gas Man on Seattle Sports Radio 950 KJR. Entertaining sports talk. All right, uh, we're going to give away our 25 bucks to Georgetown Brewery. We did our uh, voicemails, the Howard Schultz saying goodbye voicemails because Howie is is stepping down, board of directors of Starbucks. He's taken his um, his macchiato to uh, to politics, it appears. <laughs> what if he's, he's on one of those town hall, you know, when they do the town hall? Mm-hmm. He's like, you know what? And he's, and he's answering questions, but he's making like a he's making a drink. He's got like his his little his little uh, his little uh, you know Starbucks uh, you know apron on. And he's over there making cocktails. He's over there making a, a frappuccino. Yeah. See, I can multitask. I bet not he- only can I talk world policy here, but yeah. I can also whip you up a frappuccino. Do you think? What's your name on that? Oh, is it Mike? Oh, he writes Mike on the yeah. cup. Miguel. Yeah, Miguel. <laughs> Do you think he could uh, make uh, any drink on the Starbucks menu? Because uh, no. I'm sure he can make some of them. Uh, coffee. Black coffee? Well, I, I, I bet he could make you an Americano or a cappuccino. Maybe. I mean, this I is a guy. I, I would assume he could. I think that will be one of the things. And when he goes out on the campaign trail, he should show people that. That will really win over people, especially in the Midwest, if he can make a, he can make a nice uh, latte. They'll like that, yeah. <laughs> but then when he writes his, the names on the cup, he uh, writes them incorrectly because they're uh, always incorrect. Always in, that's what everyone says. All right. So we have the five finalists uh, for our 25 bucks at Georgetown Brewery. So to, to again now we've asked people on the text line mm-hmm. to volley in their thoughts on who should win. I would say that there's one that is overwhelming on the text line. Okay, we'll open it up to the phone lines two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero. If you'd like to vote via the phones, uh, option uh, uh, finalist number one was Mike and UP. Finalist number two was uh, Red Cup Guy. Finalist three was uh, you can't spell POTUS without P O S. 
Finalist four was online Donkey Kong, and finalist five was. Why don't you go play hide and go blank yourself? And, and can I have a sure. lob in for Mike and you place? He was yeah. the one you suck. Yes, like a lot. Like yeah. a lot. Yeah, because yeah. everybody else kind of has their thing in it, and 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 then the second guy was the guy wanted him to stub his toe. Okay. So uh, if you want to vote via the phone lines two eight six nine five nine five one eight hundred eight two nine zero nine five zero, who should we give uh, the twenty five dollars uh, to Georgetown Brewery uh, to? I would think if of the five, who who do you like? Who do I like? Yeah, who's of your the favorite five? of the five? I, I mean, uh, the the hide and 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 go blank yourself guy because <laughs> the way he just wrap, wraps it up there at the end. Yeah, I like it's the, quite entertaining. Yeah, the first and the last. You suck like a lot because okay. that's nice and simple to the point. They were all good, all yes. very good. Yeah, I'm uh, glad I don't have to. Do I have to decide? Am no, I have you to don't make have to decide. No, I'm just asking. I'm happy to like? vote. If I have to vote, I'll vote. Okay. I'm not going to abstain from voting. Felty? Uh, absolutely. The hide and go blank yourself. Hide and go blank yourself. I, I will dying. say this on the text line. Hide and go blank yourself was by far and away the uh, runaway winner. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. There was yeah. the, it was the, uh, I'm trying to think of the, of all the texts I'm looking at, it got every single one except for someone voted for number two, which was Red Cup guy, and number four, which was on like Donkey Kong. And that was only. <laughs> There was two votes for number two, one vote for four, and let's see. Let's, finals number three got one, the uh, POS. You I, can't and, spell POTUS without POS. Everybody's a critic here. Yeah. And I, I feel like a jerk for critic. Oh. But I would say for a Donkey Kong guy, if he had gotten to the Donkey Kong sure. point a little quicker, it took him a while to did, get there. did. And he was kind of meandering, and then when he when he you know it's on like Donkey Kong, and you know it's probably better for him if he doesn't win because it'll be harder for the Secret Service to find him down the road. He did threaten physical violence towards him. Yeah, more or less. He said, maybe probably not the smart thing. Can you see the Secret Service now? What did you mean when you said it's on like Donkey Kong? If you really call the if you really say something uh, like that to the president, will they really show up? Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah. I kind of want to test it out. Do you get in trouble? Other than I, I, they come and interview you? I, I, I don't know, but let me know when you're going to test it out so I can leave the building. I just want to see. I'd well, just as soon not be in here. I don't want to have to come to your trial. Yeah, that's a fair I don't point. have to look your wife and kids in the eye and say, yeah, I'm my testimony is going to put him away. Put him away. The, the <laughs> kids would say, God, please put him away. Uh, Bob's in Seattle. Bob, if you had a vote, when you do have a vote, which one would you go with? Which option? Which, uh, which finalist? Number seven is a runaway winner for me. Seven? Which, which well, there's five. only five, Bob. How can he get to number seven? Well, the guy talking about hide and go. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He was okay. originally seven. You're he got right. renumbered five. Sorry, yeah. Bob. You were you were correct on that one. Yes, originally it was seven, but when we whittled it down, he was uh, finalist number five. Well, let's just give it to finalist number five. Uh, the hide and go blank yourself, Jackson. We can find out his information Johnny. eventually. He'd love to find out who is it because he doesn't he doesn't give his name. Right. So we don't even know who it is. Right. So he'll win twenty five bucks to Georgetown Brewer. Yes. One more time. Yeah, one more time. Hello, Howard. So, so happy to hear that you're retiring. <laughs> now you're going to have lots of time to go outside and play hide and go <laughs> yourself. You know who I, it, it dawned on me when we played it there the third time. Uh, you know who that sounds like? Can you play it one more time? Yeah. Hello, Howard. So, so happy to hear that you're retiring. Now you're going to have lots of time to go outside and play hide and go yourself. Now, it's not exactly like this person, but it's a, it's a local journalist. Well, you would know quite well. A local journo. Yeah. You want to hear it one more time? Sure. Hello, yeah. Howard. So, so happy to hear that you're retiring. Oh. Oh. Now you're going to have lots of time to go outside and play hide and go 
yourself. A broadcaster uh, has has dabbled. More okay, of a writer. I'm thinking of somebody different. Okay. Then. Who do you think? Uh, Art Teal. Yep. Doesn't it? Doesn't That's he kind of sound like Art every, Teal there? Every, hello Howard. Yeah, that does right there. That that part. Just the Hello <laughs> Howard sounds a lot like that Art. Might, I mean, I mean, you never know. Art can get weird over on the island. You never know. Hello what, Howard. Well. <laughs> And Art and every one of our callers there, for some reason, sound like they're talking through one of those things they use to disguise their voice. And been drinking. And been drinking. Yeah, and yeah, been would, drinking. Wouldn't heavily. surprise anybody. All right, so there, uh, congratulations to uh, go hide and go blank yourself. You win the 25 bucks there to uh, Georgetown Brew. Uh, we also got to give away our our, um, our gift card to uh, John Howie Steak of Brad. And we'll do that here just to, in just a moment here. We'll wait and we'll uh, we'll give that away 50 bucks we asked Brad a specific question if you're the ninth caller to come up with it you'll win 50 bucks there to uh, Georgetown Brewery uh Mariners in action tonight taking on the uh, the Houston Astros game one of that uh brief two game series uh, James Paxson against Dallas Keuchel Paxson's been outstanding uh, in the last two years against Houston 166 ERA what's, what's so funny I something I just saw I'm sorry I I, 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 no. I love I love random laughs it's yeah great. it was it was good uh, then we got uh, UW softball. They're back at it tonight. Uh, five o'clock game two of that series. They were shut out yesterday, one to nothing, and so that will be played on ten ninety KJR five o'clock tonight. And other than that, you got that and the M's. You got nothing else. You got no uh, Stanley Cup because that was last night. When do they play again? Thursday. Yeah. In Vegas. Mm-hmm. So they get to celebrate in Vegas. Thursday or tomorrow night. They, they, they may take two days. Well, the NBA Finals is tomorrow. So that yeah. will resume. Right. And now everyone's analyzing the uh, the tape that we talked about yesterday. Look at LeBron, how upset he is with his teammates and his coaches. Yeah. And I'm like, and we, we talked about this yesterday. I'm like, he's the coach of the team is LeBron. Right. If I don't understand everyone like railing on his teammates and Lou because the, he – Everyone's playing the same video of him freaking out when he learns that they have a timeout. Right. You're yep. allegedly the you claim to right. be the smartest player to ever play the game. Mm-hmm. Why did you not know you had a timeout? I think everyone on that team on. should be humiliated yeah. by how that game ended. And for anybody to to you know, look, it starts the coach really needs to keep all that stuff in order. Sure. And whoever uh, the assist, they always have an assistant that tracks the timeouts. And, right. And Jr. You, you remember, I never tell you, Lefty Drizel used to yell at me for not knowing how many timeouts yeah. he had left. And I was the broadcaster. I'm like, Lefty, know? I got a lot of stuff going on yeah. over here. I'm keeping stuff straight. Uh, but but the coach, the assistant coaches, but your best player should have known. And for him to sit there and go, did we have a timeout left? You didn't know that? You know, the, it, you it, should, it's, I mean. it's unbelievable, really. And, and we're supposing a lot. Even if they had done it, if they had executed perfectly at the end, there there was no guarantee they were going to hit oh, a shot right. there. Might have still, but I think if they go to overtime off a missed shot, feeling like that, they, then they they've got a little bit more swagger to them when then going to overtime off of that disaster. If we're going to criticize his team, we're going to criticize Jr. Mm-hmm. We're going to criticize right, his right. teammates and Ty Lu and whatever the assistant coach is. First of all. The guy, I know we kind of we say this tongue in cheek. He he runs the team. He right. just does. LeBron, right. and and when people criticize the roster construction, then blame him. Mm-hmm. Do you think who's the guy? The the GM Colby something or whatever his name. Do you really honestly think that he's going out on his own no. and making these moves and trading Isaiah Thomas and trading all these other guys to get Jordan Clarkston back? He's doing it. With LeBron, I mean, you don't think LeBron's been consulted? Now, LeBron can say whatever he wants to say. Right. He's running the organization. So 
be mad at him for putting the team together. It's him. Right. You run everything through his filter, so there's no no question. And and again, at the end of it, you know, for for them to all be, you know, it's it's funny that there's this talk of of you know. Well, you know, how upset was he? Well, he should be upset with himself, and he probably is. Anybody can call a timeout in the NBA, right? Or do you have to have the ball in your hands to call the timeout? LeBron could have started yelling timeout Wait, well, right away. With you, I don't know the answer to that. I don't. I think anyone can call it The second he saw Hill dribbling towards him, he could have yelled timeout, and then Lou would have yelled timeout, and they'd have still had at least two seconds or even 1.5 seconds with the ball at half court. They'd have yeah, had plenty I, of time to get off a good shot. I'm just kind of I'm, – I'm, I have – it like if you think I'm tired of like the goat talk. I mean the the talk of well LeBron is playing with a bunch of imbeciles. Mm-hmm. He and his reaction on the bench to finding out they had a timeout. Well then that's on him. He's right. the best player in the world. He should know how many timeouts they have. I, he shouldn't yeah. be like freaking out on the sideline and then everyone's coming to his defense of well he's got he's got to play with a bunch of morons. Well does the morons are the guys he picked to play with? Right. He shipped everybody else out. What do you think of the argument that some people have made too that he sits there in that one long video just looking dejected rather than trying to build the team back up? Uh, yeah. I I think that's a little unfair. Yeah, yeah, right. because I think in the moment he I understood his else. I, yeah, I understood his utter dejection and he's smart enough to know man we probably just really blew whatever oh, chance we had so i mean i could see you know in the in the rah-rah yeah. world of of you know high school harry's i could see you wanting him to pump everybody up but i'm a little more irritated with him as much and i'm a huge fan of his and i don't you know he's not the reason they're struggling no you're right but in that instant he bears some of the blame because he needed to know. Again, of this course is, he needs to know. He's the best player in the world. God, I'm going to keep beating this point into the ground. This wasn't in the flow of the game. This was after a free throw. During a free throw, anybody who's not shooting the free throw yeah. has plenty of time to look around, see how many timeouts you got left, see how much time's left, ask your coach, do we have a foul to give? Do we, what, what do we have? What's our situation here? It's it's like as if, like in this town, everyone, like, so if, the criticism for the Cavs is he he's playing with a bunch of nobodies. Now mm-hmm. the thing I and I saw this last night I couldn't I it was it was spot on. You know the the first year they lost in the finals. Remember the dream team they put right. the super team together. Right. You know they lost to right mm-hmm. the Mavericks. Right, right. The Mavericks were like Dirk Nowitzki and guys, and they, they were right they, at the end okay, too. They were that was a good team. Yeah, and they lost to the super team of LeBron and Wade and Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. So th- this idea that you know, you know he's he's doing he's doing more with less. Well, he was a part of that super team that was supposed to run right through Dallas. Right, and Dallas beat him. Right, and right. beat their. Would they beat him in six games? Was yeah, games I think it was six. Yeah, yeah I think it was six games. Yeah. In that. I mean, I, I just think that you bring it back here locally. Like we always blame Bevel for the last call in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. But and people would come around on it, but ultimately it falls on Pete Carroll. He's well, the head coach. Yeah, yeah. He could have stepped in, even mm-hmm. though I think Pete Carroll admitted or has admitted that it was his Who knows what it. happened at the end there. It was a dumb move. So if you don't like what the Cavs have done with their roster construction, well, go ask the coach GM star player. Right, right. Ask him, why did you think these players were better? Yeah, a, t- a team that made a dramatic trade, a dramatic move last year, bringing in Isaiah Thomas, and then another dramatic move shipping but, him right out. I'm going to preface this by saying... And if people have listened to the show long enough, I love Isaiah Thomas. Mm-hmm. I love in high school. I, I always say it's a broken record. It's the best mm-hmm. individual game I've ever seen in my life. Curtis High School mm-hmm. against Franklin. He dropped fifty-one. Yeah, I've, I mean, now this is for high school, college pro. 
Right. But what's wrong with Isaiah? Did you see what he did yesterday? He's on no. some. He's on uh, Jimmy Kimmel last night. Yeah. They did kind of like a a game show. Right. And now it's whatever. It's tongue in cheek. He's having fun. He takes a shot at the Cavs. Someone asked him a question. Oh, and he's his answer was, oh well, they're going to get swept just like the Cavs. That's funny. I mean, yeah, right. That's fine. Yeah, sure. But he has been taking like he's just been taking an awful lot of shots like publicly, social media wise, against the Cavs. And I'm like, man, I mean, well, how did you not make it work out? You were you were gifted a great opportunity, and they shipped he, you out because you couldn't get along with anybody. He was only there for about three weeks, though, right, or four weeks. I mean, he wasn't there very long. He was hurt most of the time. He was he there. was hurt most of the he time. He only played for a few weeks. But is he, what I'm saying. But he was also the guy that called out Kevin Love in a team meeting when he wasn't playing. Right. Right. Which was. Well, you're not playing, though, Isaiah. That, Why are you uh, calling out Kevin? He's got a world championship. I'll give Isaiah this, and I'm like you. I, I love the guy, and I love that he's among the guys that come back here every year and do a lot of great things in the community. He had a pretty lousy year. I can forgive oh, him yeah, yeah, pop, you know, being a little irritated by it all and just yeah. feeling like, man, what the hell happened? And I, I sure hope there are better days ahead for him, and I think there are. Because I, I love watching him play. I mean, he is a fun guy to watch play. Uh, before we give away our fifty bucks to John Housetake, you want to laugh? Okay. Do you have I the Do you have that. the audio from her? Okay. So the uh, I know you're not a huge golf fan, but the train wreck that has been Fox Sports in their coverage of the USGA, it's been a train wreck from the beginning. Is that right? Oh, it's been awful. Their it's, coverage is uh, no. What all do they cover? It's it's just terrible. It's the U.S. Open. So they do, okay, they do right. everything associated with the U.S. Open. Okay, and so and the women's U.S. Open, the USA, got G, it. the USGA qualifying, right. all that kind of stuff. Right. The amateur, right? That's right. And it's just has been awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, Norman's out. They had they had Greg Norman for a year when he was at Chambers Bay, mm-hmm. and then they realized, okay, this is not going to work. Joe Buck, it just doesn't work with golf. Right. They try to use all the NFL. Like elements for golf, right, right. And at Chambers Bay, one of the criticisms was uh, was was Holly Saunders. Mm-hmm. Now I, you probably don't know who she is. If you saw a picture of her, mm-hmm. like, oh, that's I know exactly who that is. So Holly Saunders was was one of the gals that was. They'd come off the course, and then they go to like a little room, and she would do the interview with. Right, them. right. And she was she was. Don't critic- they call that the kiss and cry room? Kiss and cry room. Yes, she was criticized <laughs> because she was like hugging players, specifically like it hugged Phil Mickelson. Although, in her defense, Mickelson went in for the hug, and yeah. she kind of didn't know what to do, but she hugged him back. And well, wait, wait, this is... It's just very odd. That can't happen. You know, yeah, you, you, you can't, as a national TV reporter, yeah. hug somebody you're yeah. talking to. You can't do that. Of course. You're exactly right. But, other than that, she just is... She, I don't know. She's kind of ditzy, and <laughs> they've replaced her, but they can't really fire. They have to keep her on to do different stuff. And... um and well, really, I think it's it's our guy Charles Davis. I think the last time out is kind of, took over her role. Has he been as, hugging anybody? He's not hugging the golfers. I All don't right. think. Uh, I'm not sure if he's hugging the golfers. But the, yesterday they're on. They're talking. It's qualifying week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Congratulations to um, uh, what's his first time? Chris Babcock, I believe. Chris Babcock, former UW golfer. I saw that. Yeah, he qualified. Chris didn't he? Babcock out yeah. of Shoreline qualified for the U.S. Open. Jackson's trying to get him on for us. So hopefully we will check in with Chris Babcock, a former UW golfer out of Shoreline who qualified for the U.S. Open. Congratulations to him. I believe Michael Putnam also qualified as well down there at University Place, uh, a friend of the radio program. So they're talking about the qualifying because it's all qualifying this week mm-hmm. for the U.S. Mm-hmm. Open. Uh, and she just, I can't believe Shane Bacon and, um, oh, my God, who's the golfer? Who's the golfer with Shane Bacon? That I'm blanking on. I'll come up in a second. But a, a former pro golfer, he's in the studio with her, 
as she offers this gym. Listen. Head to www.usopen.com. Everything will be there. The entire days of sexual qualifying. All right, we're going to take a look at some more of the results today, guys. Okay, you got to play the, it again. The entire See? day of sexual qualifying. Sexual qualifying. Whoops, the entire day of sexual qualifying. She meant to say sectional qualifying. Instead, she said sexual qualifying. She catches herself. Mm-hmm. Brad Faxon's the profession is the PGA guy, former golfer, and uh, and boy, Brad Faxon and Shane Bacon just sitting there. And I mean, God bless them. Yeah, they didn't smile. They didn't laugh. They didn't snicker. They just. They look like the hostages. You know when they have the hostages? Right, yeah. They're staring into the camera like, don't say anything, don't say anything. She obviously caught herself. Right, right. Yeah. I mean. Sexual qualifying. It's a, you know, it's, that's not that egregious. It's I funny. Know. But I mean, you know, it's, uh, I like the she entire days of sexual qualifying. Now, it makes it, it makes it more relevant with her because she's very attractive. You know, what's funny very, is, very attractive. and I didn't see this, I don't know anything about her, right. but it almost sounds like she knows that that's not right, but she's not sure what right is. Uh, <laughs> Play it again, because she says it, and then, and then it's like, you can tell she knows she's made a mistake. The entire days of sexual qualifying. All right. And she wants to laugh, but she can't laugh. She knows that if she brings any more attention to it, she's in trouble. I'd watch more golf if I thought I could get an entire day of sexual well, qualifying I mean, I, Who doesn't out want I'd, sexual qualifying? I'd, I'd pay a lot of attention oh, to golf. Oh, my God, it's amazing. All right. Uh, here we go. Uh, Brad Adam joined us uh, early on the radio program for his weekly visit, brought to you by John Howie Steak. Now, we asked Brad specifically, who is your surprise player this season for the Mariners? And he he didn't hesitate. He was quick to answer who he thought his surprise player uh, was for the Seattle Mariners. If you were listening, uh, earlier today to the Brad Adams segment brought to you by John Howie Steak. And you are the, pick a number, uh, fifth. If you are the fifth caller with the correct answer, 286-9595-1800-829-0950. Brad Adams said this player was his surprise player so far for the Mariners. If you are the fifth caller, you will win 50 bucks to John Howie Steak, where they say, John Howie Steak, with nothing but the best will do we'll get jackson to answer those we'll take a break we'll come back we'll tap out of here and we'll make way for the great ian for the mayor of maple valley now back to puck it in the gas man on seattle sports radio 950 kjr entertaining sports talk how have you ever seen this guy live uh oh yeah uncle neil oh yeah i've seen neil i've seen uh I've seen Pearl Jam play this song numerous times. They close a lot of their I sets. I saw with him this. up at uh, the Everett. What do we call it? The Comcast. What do we call it? Everett uh, Arena. Comcast. Jeff, the Jeff Aaron Dome. Huh? The Fish Dome. Angel of the Winds. Now that's what we're calling. I uh, just think right. the, the arena up in Everett. I saw him up there. Then I saw him in a rainstorm in, in Auburn when he was on that weird tour. Remember the weird tour he was on? You'll have to the, be more specific because he's the, done no, a lot of weird tours. The weird tours. one with the traveling like family. Remember what he was doing? Yeah, like yeah, this, yeah, uh, yeah. It was a weird album he had, and it was bad. He's as much of an artist yeah. as anybody in the music biz because he does stuff like that. He purposely tests the boundaries of, of what art is supposed to be. That's pretty heavy. All right. <laughs> what? All right, we gave uh, we got to give our fifty bucks away to uh, to John Howie Steak, and uh, and I believe Kyle joins us. Kyle, we asked Brad uh, Adam from Root Sports earlier today who was surprise player so far of the season was. What was his answer? 
Wade LeBlanc. Wade LeBlanc. Let's find out. There's gotcha. probably a, a couple you could point to, but but I think the guy that, that we talked about on our show last week, our MVP in May, I gave it to Wade LeBlanc. There he is. Uh, Kyle, you got that uh, correct. Uh, appreciate it. 50 bucks to John Howie Steak. Enjoy it, my friend. Uh, thanks, guys. All right, he's got the kids in the background. I don't I'll think he's going to have the kids. Brad's kids or his kids? Yeah, that's not like Brad. His kids going, Daddy, can we have lunch? Can you yeah. please pay attention to us instead of listening to the radio and calling? <laughs> oh, my gosh. God almighty. Oh, we want to go to McDonald's. <laughs> Mm. Uh, loved, you, sir? loved the good McDonald's back when I was a kid. Um, well, there's when I was a kid. When I was a kid, there was basically one op, two options: yeah, Mc, sure. McDonald's, yeah, and Herfies. Yeah, but you okay? Well, where did, was the McDonald's when you were growing up in Magnolia? Where the Ballard. hell was it? The Ballard. Oh, the Ballard one. That's still the same one. Same one. Yeah, same one. We drive by that all the time. The four year olds like, can we go in there? I'm like, no, we're not going in there. But unless our, we, our unless bigger... we get the high C and then the ice cream cone. You know why I really don't like Howard Schultz. <laughs> no, why? Because <laughs> he hates McDonald's. Because I believe the Herfies was is now Starbucks. Oh well, that's good reason. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If not, it was next door, and I don't care. I'm still going to blame him for it. Where do you guys <laughs> Where do you guys weigh in on Burger King? Do you like it or not? Uh, yeah, do I like Burger King? There was a Burger King right over here. Then yeah. now we're back to the Sonics again. And when the Sonics would play over here at Key Arena and the game would end, uh, many a night, uh, Mike and Ray Gaston would be zooming down stunning, and headed towards Magnolia. <laughs> stunning development. And we're like, hey, what, doesn't a Whopper sound good about sure, now? Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when they closed that place, it, I think it's where the taco time is now. Yeah. Okay. And the uh, GNC or yeah, there there was something. Maybe it was something else. But anyway, that was that well, was because there was nothing there for a while. For a long time, for the longest time, when I was growing up in Queen Anne and or Magnolia, uh, on Dravis, and then uh, over when on you Rosemont, weren't buying chew from the Midnight Mart, I was uh, oh, playing, <laughs> playing asteroids, <laughs> centipede. Campus. I can't believe that thing is still there. Uh, you know what? I think I, they that sell thing the video will never go there. away. I might have to go by there. When sure. I worked at the Wharf Restaurant, now Anthony's, yeah. I used to go. Oh, centipede, asteroids. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was good big times. gulp. Yeah, good time. Ah, uh, but it was it was taco time for the long. It has been taco time for a long time. Like like literally, that's one of the original taco times I think. But next door was Herfie's, and I can't remember which side was which. But yeah, that was Herfie's and or McDonald's. Where uh, would you vote in our poll today? If Howard Schultz gets elected president, who will he ultimately sell America to when things get rough? We got China, North Korea, well, Russia, and Syria. The sarcastic one would be North Korea. Yeah, because that would be the most evil of, of all. Mm-hmm. Well, Syria's pretty evil. Yeah, but but North Korea, there's just they're, they're I mean, gassing you, their own people. You right? want yeah, but you want to sell this country to North Korea? That creates a really scary superpower. Yeah, true. Uh, I would say I, I think it's China because I you know reading all this stuff, the, sure. the stories the last two days. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this. Howard is the reason that China and the United States have any sort of diplomatic relations. I mean, he really. I saw him patting himself on the back for all of that the last I couple wanna, of days. I so want Manny and Roger to run. That's who I'd vote for. I'll just take anybody, but but the two options we may end up having. Manny and Roger for president. Listen, George the, Brewery. the two they options we could have down at the brewery. The, be two, great. I, the two options we could have in in twenty twenty. I mean, I'd so almost what? say Sawant would be a better option at that point. Now, may I may I ask you a question? And that's a real stretch because if we get those two out, Puck is checked out of the system. Chuck is not, or uh, Puck is not participating anymore <laughs> in the system. Just, yeah. He's just not. Which I that's, that's part I of your right as an American. Sure. Yeah. Who would you pull the the lever for if, if that it was, was those your, two? If, if it's if that's your choice, the incumbent that we have right now, and and Schultz somehow gets the other end, and you don't have to reveal your your. If you don't want him to reveal, why are you asking the question? Well, I just thought, you know, I'm trying. It's a talk show. Well, I would We're have having to, discussions. I would, I would have to. I would have to see whoever the independent is. Honestly, I could. Really? I couldn't. In good, I could not. And I. And that hey. pissed me off because that's why we are where we are right now. Because hey. other people want that other way. That's right. I would tell you that I could not, in good conscience, vote for either one. The better question, though, is yeah. okay. Let's say yeah. Howie wins. 
I'd go Sawant right Hold in. Hold on. Howie's in, the, Howie's, Howie's in the office, all right? Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Oh, I heard this earlier. This span, we get the, the Sonics come back. Yeah. Yeah. Now, these guys say they don't care. I would not want – there's no way the Sonics are going to visit the White House if he's president. Well, I'll go back to a gas. Come on. Good, good problem to have. Yeah, it doesn't bother great, me in the least. sure. But I – no. I, I would say great oh. great problem to have, but I want – I just – no. I want the whole team God. to send a picture to him. Just Everyone giving him the bird. I spent, I spent a good chunk of last night and this morning reading back oh. all the history of everything that happened. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was telling the story yesterday, Gas. I mean, I listened. I was, I was in Portland. Uh, when the sale took place on that that afternoon, mm-hmm. and I was listening to you guys online, that was how I do my show prep for 1080 The Fan back in the day. What, <laughs> what's, what are the guys at KJR talking about? There you go. <laughs> and, uh, but I remember when that happened, and I remember you guys all kind of came in the studio once, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you yeah. kinda, like it was like the first KJR roundtable, right? right that would be right. those things. Clash. And I remember thinking, boy, I wonder if they're just being too doomsday. Because right. in the back of my mind, I thought there's no chance that that guy would sell it to somebody who would truly move the team. Right. You know, he's a steward of the franchise and a place that he built his business. That's the there's best just, the steward. There's just, this, there's just no way there's a responsibility as the owner of a team in a community in which you're a part of, you know? And I said, there's, you guys, I thought, God, those guys at KJR, they're being just way over the top. There's no way that they're going to, to and two years later... Yeah, I was I was on the and I understood that. Matter of fact, I had a Sonics executive call me the morning wow. after our show because I really unloaded yeah. on this is it, it's over, folks. They're moving to Oklahoma. Yeah, I mean, no, these I guys didn't buy it to run. And I had a Sonics exec call me and say, "Hey, give the guy, give him some breathing room, man. He might." And I'm like, "Well, oh, I know who that guy is. Too. Cut it out. Yeah, I know. I know. He's not going. He didn't buy this team." To run it here. He bought this team. His money is in Oklahoma. That's where they're going. And, and the one thing we pointed out this earlier, too, and, and again, we've had, we've laughed about this, been tongue, very tongue in cheek about it. Right. People can do whatever they want. I will never get over it, and I will never, I will never take his apology. I don't care about anything about him. No. I really don't. I just don't care. Unforgivable. He offense. sold out a franchise that meant so much to this this community and he can go blank himself. Like the like the our voicemail guy. He can That's literally not, go He blank can himself. go outside and play go. Don't care. <laughs> go it's a, whole new, it's a game that is catching on, man. <laughs> Everybody's are, playing it. My kids are playing but, later tonight. But you yeah. know, Gas, when when you said that you know, I think what sometimes what people forget is that you know, you being here forever and, and having worked and done games for them and, mm-hmm. and been really in in the fabric of the organization you understood what the what the parameters what the dynamics were that day right and and i know that even a couple of years later when i got up here there was a, I'll, I'll just say this there's one night softy and i spent a night one night at a mariner game with some local politicians uh many of which are since now no longer serving in office and i heard the backstory of how that vote took place and everything else mm-hmm. It is the dirtiest greasiest slimiest thing if you think just selling the franchise was bad how he did it Right. Even worse, and you know that as well as right. I do. All right. right, what do you got coming up today? Matt Thomas will join us from nice. uh, Houston. We'll talk to Matt about uh, the fact that his team's in second place now in the AL West. Yeah, yeah you know what? You're Matt. working for a second place team, Thomas. Suck uh, it, he works. He does uh, Astros pre and post down there. Corey Brock from the Athletic will join us at two o'clock, and uh, opening statement will have something to do with uh, the, the retirement of uh, said Starbucks executive. Don't miss the opening statement. Never miss the opening statement. I never statement. miss it. Thank the you. Mayor of Maple Valley is coming up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow. No shirt, no shoes, no dives. Anybody like to smoke some punk? I was born to love you. I was born to lick your face. I was born to rob you. But you were born.
to rub me first. What do you need my address for? We'd like to send out a mailer. Mother of mercy, I don't speak Japanese! <laughs>